0: Welcome to Your Excellent You, a self-development podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Danielle, and I believe that success is achieved from the inside out. I'm a certified life coach with over a decade of experience running a profitable online business. Here's what I know for sure. Being an entrepreneur is a crash course in self-development. So I'm taking everything I've learned throughout my business building journey and sharing it with you. If you want practical, actionable insights to improve your mindset and grow your business, Then you've come to the right place. Let's get started on today's episode. There are numerous CEO mindset habits that I encourage entrepreneurs to adopt, one of which, and the focus of this episode, is developing the practice of gratitude. To help explain what gratitude is and why it's one of the essential habits for your mental and emotional well-being, I turn to the book, The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Brene Brown, for those of you who don't know her, is a professor and author whose research in social work led her to discover some really powerful insights into the complexity of how we as humans experience life. She became really known for her work when she did two TED Talks. The first one is called The Power of Vulnerability, and the second one that followed it up is called Listening to Shame. They are both hugely impactful, and I invite you to watch them. In fact, I will link to them in the show notes below. For today, I'm going to share Brene's research on gratitude. In her book, The Gift of Imperfection, Brene has a chapter. She calls them guideposts, and it's titled Cultivating Gratitude and Joy. And although this podcast is timed with the American Thanksgiving holiday, I hope you will return to these concepts regularly because it really is a habit that will change the way you experience your life and your business. Brene kicks off the chapter by inviting us to think in new ways about how we want to live and love and to consider the relationship between our experiences and our choices. When diving into the research about gratitude and joy, she was completely surprised at what she discovered. Like many of us, she expected that joyful people were grateful because they had fabulous lives and therefore lots of things worth being grateful for. But that's not what she discovered. It turned out that in her research, It was grateful people that were joyful, regardless of their life and circumstances. I'll repeat that. It was grateful people who were joyful, not joyful people who were grateful. Now, this isn't semantics. It's a small but significant difference. And without exception, every person Bernay interviewed who described their themselves or their lives as joyful actively practiced gratitude and attributed their joyfulness to that practice. That's not all that she uncovered. It turned out that both joy and gratitude were described as spiritual practices that were bound to a belief in human interconnectedness and to a power that's greater than us. What this means is that people who practice gratitude and experience the joy of that practice did so because they felt connected to mankind and humanity and a higher power such as God. Equally important was their ability to recognize that there's a difference between happiness and joy. So happiness is a human emotion and it's connected to circumstances, where we are right now in our life, what is happening to us and around us. But joy is a spiritual way of engaging with the world that's connected to the practice of gratitude. Something else that's interesting in the book is that Brene is quick to point out that neither joy nor happiness is constant. Happiness is attached to external circumstances and events, and it seems to ebb and flow as those circumstances come and go. Whereas joy seems to be constantly tethered to our hearts by spirit and gratitude. So in the book, she reminds us that it's important to create and recognize experiences that make us happy, but also cultivate the spiritual practices that lead to joyfulness, especially gratitude. What that really means is that while we can experience happiness and know that it will come and go, we can choose to live from a place of gratitude and have access to joy anytime we want. Brene wraps up the chapter by sharing the steps to cultivate a gratitude practice, but I'm sharing a modified version here on the podcast because this is based on my experience as a life coach, and I think there's a few things she left out in the book. I believe the first step is to develop awareness, not just in what's happening in the circumstances around you, but also learning to become an observer of how you emotionally experience the world. And this is really very critical for you to understand how circumstances and experiences are impacted by your perspective and choices. I call this stepping into the role of the compassionate observer. And this is just where you intentionally look at yourself and others, your circumstances, and all of the things that are going on through the lens of compassion and make observations about how you're thinking, feeling, acting in every moment. What you're really doing is watching for trends in those things and asking yourself if you like those trends. And you can do this by asking yourself questions such as, Do I operate from a baseline of joy and gratitude? What's throwing me off balance? What behaviors do I wanna bring back into balance? And are those behaviors leading to happiness or joy or both? The second step is to get deliberate. So there are going to be times when you're flooded with unhelpful versions of emotions. And I just wanna throw in my common reminder that all emotions, good and bad, are valid and can be experienced in their helpful or unhelpful forms. When the unhelpful version of a negative emotion appears, such as fear, scarcity, anger, frustration, and so on, this is really just an opportunity to find gratitude and bring you back into balance. Brene shares in the book that in those moments when she's feeling those unhelpful negative emotions, that she says to herself, I'm feeling vulnerable, that's okay, I am so grateful for blank. She's adamant that doing this has greatly increased her capacity for joy. What she's really doing is stepping into the role of the compassionate observer for herself. She's able to step back and understand and acknowledge what she's experienced, that that emotion is tied to circumstance. Happiness may not be available to her, but she can access joy by choosing to find gratitude. The third step to cultivate a gratitude practice is to get inspired. Brene encourages us to look for daily doses of joys, and we all know that some days those will occur in only very small amounts. But by acknowledging that those moments exist, and that they are what life is really about, it can completely change our outlook on work, family, and success. Since we experience life through our perceptions, a small shift in how we see our world can vastly improve the ease or the difficulty in which we experience life. The fourth and final step is to make it personal. Find a way to create a consistent gratitude practice. And I don't mean in a rote way where you run down your checklist of things you're grateful for while you're brushing your teeth. I mean, really step into the emotion of gratitude. The way you can do this is to give mental and emotional attention to something that you're grateful for that you have in your life right now. And if you struggle to get out of the thinking about gratitude versus experiencing gratitude, let me go ahead and point out a really great way to step into the emotion is to think about the thing you're grateful for and imagine life without it this may not come naturally because living in the energetic state of gratitude is a skill, but it's one of those skills that can easily be developed and it just takes practice. But I promise putting in the effort to develop it will make your life so much better. As I wrap up this episode, I want to remind you once again that it's not the joy that makes us grateful. It's being grateful that creates our joy. And just like happiness, it will ebb and flow but with joy, you can always have access to it should you choose to. That's it for this episode. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for being here today. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to leave a review. Not only does it help me, but it allows other entrepreneurs like you to find this podcast. I'll be back next week with more practical, actionable insights to help you improve your mindset and grow your business. Talk to you soon.